Clubhouse. I'm gonna be telling you today what Clubhouse is, why you need it, and how to have your Clubhouse app work the best for you. We're gonna be going over ninja tips, tricks, and strategies. So Clubhouse is an invite-only audio app. You don't need tons of equipment, you just need something like an iPhone or an iPad. Right now, there's no Android, but by the time you see this, that might have changed. This is where you go in and you share ideas, you collaborate, you can ask people questions, and you'd be amazed. People like Grant Cardone, Russell Brunson, there's massive people, there's massive influence that are influencers that are within this app that you can talk to in real time, and it, it gives you the opportunity to talk to people that you never normally would be able to talk to. So that's what makes Clubhouse so unique. But remember, it is invite only, so it's a very exclusive app right now and you actually need to get invited to get into it. So what are some strategies and tips to be able to get into Clubhouse to get the invite? First, you want to go right now to the App Store. You want to download the app that looks just like this. This is the Clubhouse app and you want to reserve your name. Your name can only be exactly 15 characters. So for example, mine is at Krista Mayshore. Once you sign up, you want to follow about 50 people. Be sure not to follow 50 people all at one time or you could go into clubhouse jail. Jail is when they suspend you and they don't allow you to follow people. So you don't want that to happen. It's a good idea to follow people that you're interested in. People that have the same interests, that are either local or national, that share the same interests and objectives as you do. If you're in real estate, you're gonna to want to follow people locally because you want people to follow you locally. This is an app where you wanna follow people. It's not a bad thing to follow people. So when somebody follows you, you typically wanna follow them back. Now let's talk about your photo and your bio. This is really, really important. In your photo, when somebody clicks on it within the app, your photo becomes bigger. So you wanna have some type of a lead magnet or your phone number right with on your picture in the profile. Make sure that your photo has a really bright background so your picture stands out. You wanna be able to have a very clear picture of your face on your picture within the app. Now let's talk about your bio. The first three sentences that are actually on your bio are the most important. Clubhouse is a collaborative app. They want you to add value to serve, not sell. So when you go into your rooms and you go into these different rooms where you can have a live on-time collaboration, you want to make sure that you're adding value. You're not just going on there to promote yourself and to promote your business. These conversations are real time. Understand that as soon as the, the meeting ends, the conversation ends. It's not recorded. You can't go back to it later. So if you miss the meeting or you miss the clubhouse or you miss the scheduled chat, you miss out altogether. That's what also makes it so unique. It disappears and it goes away. Now let's talk about scheduling a room within Clubhouse. You always want to schedule a room at any time. And here's exactly how you schedule a room on Clubhouse. See where there's this that little calendar right there? You click on the calendar and you'll be able to see upcoming what's for you. So you can see all these different rooms. For example, you see here there's Budgeting 101, Ask Us Anything. You, you can see there's another room, Zillow, Changes to Rental Listings Policy. Uh, you can see here the new era of real estate, right? And you can click on it, you can see who the actual people are. Notice when I click on his name, it shows his picture nice and big like that, okay? Also, it shows how many followers he has and how many people he's following. It shows he's a full-time Southern California realtor. Now I'm gonna go back. Again, this is an example of all the rooms that are happening right now. If I click on the upcoming for you, now I can see my events that are coming up or all upcoming for me. 
they're gonna be recommending certain apps based upon my behavior within, within the system. So now there's a little calendar in the plus button. If you push on that calendar, you can put the event name. You wanna make sure that your event name is something that's absolutely gonna make people want to show up to your event, right? You might need to test titles, but make sure it's very specific what, who you're serving, who you're helping, and what the collaboration and what, the, what it's about. So when you look at this, you can put the event name. Let's just say, let's talk real estate. Let's talk real estate. And then I say with Chris, I can add a co-host. Let's say I wanna add um, Alicia Collins. Let's say we're gonna add Alicia Collins. I can also add more co-hosts. I'm gonna say the date and the time. Let's just say it's gonna be tomorrow. It's gonna be at 6 p.m. And I'm also going to, um, if you host a club, you can put it in a specific clubhouse that you have. I'm in women in business, as you can see, but I don't wanna do it, I just wanna do it so every single person can see it. Make sure you put a nice detailed description as far as what the clubhouse is in where it says description. And then you can go ahead and you can publish it. Once you publish it, what happens is boom, now it shows up, it shows that I have tomorrow at 6 p.m. a clubhouse on Let's Talk Real Estate scheduled with me and Alicia Collins. As you notice here, once you actually schedule an event, you can share it, you can tweet it, you can copy the link, and you can add it to your own personal calendar. When you share, you can put it right to, um, I copy it and I put it on my social media profile, I put it on Facebook, I put it on Instagram. That's a great, great thing to do. Don't forget, you wanna apply for your own personal clubhouse right away. Just go to clubhouseguide.com, clubhouseguide.com. And don't forget, you need to have, have been a moderator for at least three times. Before you choose your clubhouse room, think about who are you trying to serve? What I have found to work well on clubhouse is to really, really know who's my ideal client, what am I trying to serve? Who am I specifically trying to add value to? If you jump in and out of all these different rooms, Clubhouse is not gonna be able to understand who you're trying to serve, so it won't know who to recommend to you and vice versa, but get very crystal clear on what your messaging is, who your ideal client avatar is, and who you want to serve, and that's what you wanna start thinking about when you're creating your profile, when you're going into different rooms, and when you're creating rooms. Clubhouse is a platform, it is a social media app. Anything and everything I said could change by the time you're actually watching this, but as the time of this video, we have found that these have been the best uses of Clubhouse. Are you looking to transform your business? Well, if the answer is yes, then you don't wanna miss out on our intensive event starting soon for only $97. This event is jam-packed, full days of live coaching with me. We have breakout sessions to customize and implement our daily trainings so that you can actually utilize them into your business. We're gonna give you the training to craft your personal strategy to convert your leads into long-term clients. So let's go, what are you waiting for? If you wanna dominate Instagram, don't do this if you wanna dominate your local area on Instagram. You want real, legit, engaged followers from your area. The problem is, when you buy likes and you buy followers, you're getting quantity but not quality. Hey everyone, Krista Maysher from Krista Maysher Coaching, and today I'm going to tell you what not to do on Instagram. But before we get into this, do me a favor, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button so you get content reached, pulled out to you in the future. The first thing I wanna tell you not to do is to buy likes and followers. There's a shortcut to getting more likes and followers, and shortcuts are not always the best way to go. Shortcuts can actually backfire on you. Sure, your numbers might look good, but if your audience is just full of robots who say nothing of value, what's the point of even having any? 
The key word here is engagement. Successful social media brands are ones that connect with real people. Your money would be better used for targeting ads to get real followers than buying fake ones. The next thing you shouldn't do is post too much or too little. Figuring out the right number of posts on Instagram or any social media platform really is kind of a delicate dance that you need to do on the social media soft shoe, if you know what I mean. Too few posts and you risk looking out of touch with people or you risk being forgotten. Too many posts and you might be seeming desperate or annoying. So watch when your followers are online, pay attention to analytics and experiment with your posting schedule to discover what their content tipping point is. This brings me to the next point, which is don't ignore your Instagram analytics. Many people might not realize that like Facebook, Instagram also has an analytics feature. This feature actually tells you where your audience is from, how many people you've reached, and how many new followers you've gained, and a lot more. It's important that you're actually aware of your target audience, who they are, and your insights so you know what posts work and which ones are not working. This will also give you insight for the best times to post and the best type of content for your business. So if you're trying to raise your engagement rate, but you aren't monitoring your stats, how can you repeat your successes, right? My final tip, for your Instagram account is don't use links in your posts. Instagram doesn't hyperlink URLs and comments, so posting a long, unwidely link just looks messy. Let's get real. No one is going to type that into their browser. We don't have enough time. Little changes lead to big wins, and if you follow these little steps, you will see followers and engagement increase over time, but you've gotta be consistent. So what are some tips that you have used to increase followers and engagement? Let me know in the comments. Again, thanks so much for watching. This is Krista Mish with Krista Mish Coaching, and as always, I hope this helped you and having a great day. Objectives and Facebook and who to target. This question is from Bart N. He says, can you explain the benefit of using the reach objective for the top of funnel compared to the video view objective for optimization? So here's the deal. Anytime that you're using the reach objective, you're reaching the masses. So what I like to do is anytime I create a video, I like to use the reach objective so that way I'm reaching everyone. When you use the reach objective within that specific geographical area that you um, target on Facebook, you're reaching pretty much everyone. The masses are seeing you, you're being seen by everyone. When you use the video views objective and you're running a video and you're saying, okay, Facebook, find me people that actually like to watch videos. They show and exhibit behaviors that shows that they actually like watching videos. So they're going to put your video in front of more people who are more likely to engage and interact and watch the videos, not engage, but watch the actual videos. So that's the difference between reach and video views. What I like to do is I like many times to use both objectives. So in the beginning of the funnel, I'll start with the reach objective, top of funnel. So I'm reaching the masses, right? And then people that watch that video, then I'll retarget them to continue to watch more videos that are similar to the first video that I did. Sometimes I'll still just do reach and sometimes I will do um, video views objective because I want Facebook to put my video that is in front of people that like to watch video. So that's the difference between the different types of objectives. Remember, when you're using different objectives on Facebook, it's important to kind of sort of intermingle. You never know when people, um, where they're entering the life cycle. You don't know if they're 
just beginning to think about, about doing something that relates to your business or profession. You don't know if they're making a decision, if they're comparing or contrasting, if they have no idea whatsoever that they even want to utilize your business or service, that they even have an issue or a problem, and you're making them become aware of that. So using different objectives is important. If you only start in the beginning and you do reach and then you go to other objectives, but you never go back to reach again, you might be missing people. And also, you, there's something to be said about constantly seeing somebody over and over again, right? The idea is to get a massive digital footprint, right? I call it um, your digital domination. In order to have digital domination, people need to see you over and over and over again. When you use the reach objective, you're being seen by the masses. Everyone's seeing you and they're seeing you over and over again if you continue to utilize that objective. Objective, when you're using the video views objective, you're also being seen specifically by people who like to watch videos. So you're more, it's more likely that they're gonna watch more of the video and uh, finish it all the way through, okay? Another great thing to do is to actually look at how much watch time somebody watched of a video. And if somebody watches, let's just say 75% or, we, or they watch it through play, which means they watch the entire thing, to retarget specifically to those people utilizing the video views objective, right? To get them to want to watch again and Facebook will put your content in front of them again. So you're gonna wanna retarget people that previously interacted or previously looked at your, at your ads. So I hope that makes sense.